Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey guys. Hi. Did great. Did I? <laughs> I was so nervous. I could you tell. did good. You like closed your eyes and like prepped yourself. <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest, I only know like that one little section of your ending, so I won't be able to do it. <laughs> so you're gonna have to do both. Mm-hmm. So you don't listen to me? <laughs> I do. Obviously I I Obviously here you and don't mimic when you do it. <laughs> But I can't remember verbatim. I apologize. I would like to wish you guys a spooky Halloween. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yes. Spooky Halloween to you, spooky Susan. You as well. Thank you. I made them a whole smorgasbord of drinks. She did. Thank you very much. For Halloween. Mike got really into it. He put um, he put our fireplace on the TV, mm-hmm. just like a TV channel that's fireplace, and then some spooky music. Yeah, the ambiance was great. He got some new light bulbs that he can change the colors, so he was just very into it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Felt like a haunted house. Oh, good. That's what you were going for. The spooky mansion. Yes. And I appreciated the Hogwarts um, theme songs. Yeah. As I walked in. With your Hogwarts shirt on. My Hogwarts shirt on. <laughs> Any fun plans for Halloween this year? Every year for Halloween, we go trick-or-treating at, with my family. So my sister, my brother, and I all get together with our kids. And mm-hmm. we have a chili cook-off, and then we go trick-or-treating in her neighborhood. Nice. And this year, because it falls on a night I work, I will go to work after all of that. Oh, <laughs> Which amazing. I did last year, and the parents at the houses we were trick-or-treating were giving out fireball shots, and I just had to give them to my yeah, husband. Yeah, we that at our neighborhood, too. Just like little party shots. Yep. Oh. Like, I can't have any of these. For the adults. That's interesting. So, yes. uh, what if I hire a child, uh huh, and take them trick or treating? Listen, my they um, would just give it out to you. They, yeah. you don't have to bring a kid. My um, they don't care. nephew's uncle, so my brother in law's brother, doesn't have kids, isn't married, and he comes with us every year. Yeah, and he carries around his, you know thermos and because they're also giving out like apple cider and like crock pots and so yeah. he'll put apple cider in and he's just pouring in the fireball and walking with us oh my goodness <laughs> what am i missing out? we just hang out in the basement and turn all the lights off no what a time to be alive you need to come to our neighborhood mm-hmm. go trick-or-treating no. with four kids we would go out to dinner and hide in our bedroom with the lights off so we wouldn't get bothered so I yeah get it. Well, I guess we also have fireball, so we can just have our own fireball shots. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have a full bar. You do, and it's beautiful. We don't really need to add the walking to it, or the children. What are True. your kids going to be? Do they know? They haven't even mentioned anything yet. Really? I think Ryan's changed her mind several times. I don't even know what she's going to do. It's always like some theme with her she friends. something with her friends. Yeah, yeah, so who knows what it'll be. Mm. Uh, and Beckett hasn't mentioned anything. What are your kids going to be? Sonic. And the hedgehog? Uh-huh. And Knuckles. Knuckles? I tried to get her to be Tails. Sonic and Tails, because everyone knows who Tails is. Now she wants to be Knuckles. What is Knuckles? Knuckles is one of their friends. From Sonic? Uh-huh. Oh. And they want me to be Tails and um, my husband to be Eggman. Well, that's cute. Family. <laughs> I only know about Sonic. Sonic and I Tails. Tails, Tails is, the, is the fox with the two tails who spins play, around yeah, and flies around in the air. Plays with him. Mm-hmm. He flies and holds from the games. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. that's how we know him is from the games and Sega Genesis and all this. But now yeah. there's movies and TV shows and they're obsessed. Okay. And well. so he wants to be Sonic, which actually works out because my nephew was Sonic last year. Oh, so well, I'm just getting that from my sister. <laughs> I'm just glad they're coordinating this year because last year they refused to coordinate and it broke my heart. So at least this year they're coordinating. (laughs) 
So for our Halloween episode, our spooky episode, we're going to talk about our recent investigation at a spooky place. One of our favorite spooky places. Ooh. Ooh, spooky place. We did a return investigation. Return investigation. Investigation. I mean, I mean, hers was better. (laughs) (laughs) Where did we go back to? The cage of squirrels. The squirrel cage. The jail jail of the (laughs) cages of squirrels. Yes. Squirrel cage jail. (laughs) Yes. In Council Bluffs, Iowa. Yes. We went back to Iowa. Surprise. We love Iowa. She's spooky. All right. So we went to the squirrel cage jail, and we have not been there for two years. Yeah, I think it was one of our first investigations. Mm -hmm. It is actually episode 34. If you guys want to check out episode 34, we will go into all of the history on that episode. We're not going to go into a ton of it now just because we've already gone over it. But I'll give you a little recap. So the Squirrel Cage Jail is one of only three remaining rotary jails in the U.S. It's the only one that is three stories high. It is obviously not still in use. It's a museum now, but you can go and still investigate. So it was built in 1885, and by Rotary Jail, we mean it's kind of like carved out three levels, ten cells on each level, and it's carved out like a pizza pie slice, and they would (laughs) rotate the Mm -hmm. jails. Like a Lazy Susan. Like a Lazy Susan of a jail. Obviously got shut down because the fire marshal said this is not a good idea. Mm -hmm. People will not be able to get out if there's a fire because you can only let one prisoner out at a time because of the spinning. Turns out that happened several times. Yes. Um, Also, it's a jail, not a prison. So they're inmates. jail. Yes. Inmates. I could have just made that up, but I just feel like prisoners are in prison. Oh, well, that that makes sense. And so I don't know that the opposite. What's? Jailmates. Jailmates. Obviously. Jailers. Uh-huh. So it no. was in active use until 1969 when it finally was closed down. 69. And it is now owned by the Historical Society of Potawatomi County and is a museum, like I said. Potco. <laughs> so like I said, it's three levels with 10 cells each. So that is 30 cells in the men's. Yes. There's a women and children's unit as well that is not rotary. It's just normal. And there's probably four cells, three three or or four. four. Um, And the men's cell would have men from 15 and up? 14? It's very young. I want to say 15 or 16, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. And they had at least two in the cell. And there was an apartment that's up at the very top. And that's where the jailer and his wife would live. Um, And there was an infirmary there was i still can't say that word i don't know why infirmary infirmary Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a small jail except for the main part yeah of the rotary they held their own but we went there two years ago we loved it so this was my birthday investigation and i said i want to go back to squirrel cage we Uh are going to like i said episode 34 you can catch out all of the history if you want to hear more about it and if you want to hear about Our first time there. Yeah. Okay. It's important to note that this time we did a um, private investigation. Yes, we did. We had the place to ourselves. And that's the way to go if you can. If you already know how to investigate and you don't need assistance with equipment or anybody to guide you, it was a great experience. We did have, um, so we got a tour at the very beginning and then she kind of hung out because it is the historical society, like we said. Yeah. So they're there, but she's in her office. So we literally had 
our run of the place place to ourselves. So we're going to start with um, the main part of the jails, which is the cells, which is this rotary 30 cells. You cannot go up to the third floor, definitely the second floor. There's only like a landing that you can go on to. So we spent the majority of our time here because this is where we had the most evidence the first time around. I had a recorder up on the second floor while we were all on the first floor just so we could space out our recorders. Sarah had a recording on the first floor Mm -hmm. with us. I had recordings and night vision. So I think I had the first recording of the night um, starting at around 10 o'clock. And we spent some time separated in different cells because we're brave. We did. Yes. So brave. During that time, I didn't get anything on my own individual recorder. That we each had our own. And then I joined up with the other two. And at that time, Lindsay and I sat on the ground, kind of outside of cell. This was in a police memorabilia area mm-hmm. um, where they had a lot of things, pictures. Honoring law yes. enforcement. Yeah, who have lived and died and worked at the area. Um, and Boydston was sitting in one of the cells with a phasma box. <sighs> and apparently... A lot ensued. I... I always take it personally, like I did a terrible job, but I have to remember that I think back and I was only saying the things that I was hearing. Yeah. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a play-by-play of what happened with the Phasma box because we're going to introduce you to a character who plays a main part in this evening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so Boydston comes on and she says with her headphones on, and again, she cannot hear us and she's only, only listening to the phasma box and Lindsay and I are sitting outside of the room. So she says, I'm actually not too polite. And we say, can you tell us your name? She says, Alma. She hears a scream for help a couple of different times and then says, whatever. And then Lindsay says, she noticed he wasn't very polite. (laughs) And Boyson says, 100 jail cells, prison, immediately. You're rats. And then in a mocking voice, Boyson says she hears somebody say, Lindsay. And in then, a mocking voice, I want like, to point out. Lindsay. Is that how a mocking voice would sound? <laughs> yes, it sounds very rude. <laughs> and then heard your voice come through on the phasma box. Interesting. Which is interesting. I call out a thump that I hear upstairs, and I see a light going off in the other room. That I honestly didn't think much of because there was a thunderstorm earlier in the evening. We did have lightning, yeah. So I thought it was lightning, but it was not at this time. I don't know what it was. It almost looked like a flash from a camera. So I kept thinking it was the REM pod. It was not there. Uh, Boyson says, that's great. And she sounds really annoyed. (laughs) And then we say, well, why'd you end up here? She says, I made him disappear. We start laughing. And Boyson says, why are you looking? You're stupid. And then I say, why don't you like us? And Poison says, big boobies. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) listen, let me reiterate, we are in the men's cells. (laughs) We're assuming we're talking to a man at this point. And he was just not a fan of me and Sarah. Well, I know we're going to get there too, because we say, uh, Poison says, the men are so creepy. And, And Lindsay and I say, Alma, is that still you? And Poison comes back and says, Doug. And Doug entered the chat. And here's Doug. Here's Doug. Yeah. He hung out all night. Doug says, assault firing squad. And we start laughing and we call him Douglas. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we started off on the wrong foot with Doug. (laughs) He said, we said, which floor were you on? And he says, here on this one. And we say, did you have any friends here? He said, yes. And we say, what do you miss the most? He says, women. Mm -hmm. And then he says, I don't got all night. And then 
we say, Doug, are you coming on to one of us? And he said, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And then he said, ew. Sarah got very offended by Doug. (laughs) Oh, I love this. This is the first time hearing of it. Yeah. And then he said, ew. And then he says, you're weak. True. He goes, I'm surviving. And at this point, I'm mad. So I say, are you? I feel like you're gone and you have not survived. <laughs> she did. Oh, no. She told him that he was not surviving and then he was basically dead. Fun fact, Doug. You're dead. That's why I was mad. She was being you a real said, jerk. I'm surviving. She goes, are you? And I go, Sarah, you can't say that. I said, I feel like you're gone. You have not survived, Doug. <laughs> You did the opposite of surviving. <laughs> if you did not have your headphones on, you <laughs> would have been now, reprimanding Doug? her. <laughs> oh, no. Usually I'm not the Zach of the group, but Doug, Doug brought was, it out. Doug me. got you to me. You were offended. She he was, was actually upset with him. So mean <laughs> the whole night. Um, okay. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Doug says, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> and Lindsay says, my friend, Boydston. And he says, I'm not your boy. And... Lizzie says, what do you hate about being here the most? And Poison says, dude, women. (laughs) (laughs) The lack thereof. Yeah. He really hated us. He said, I've got an audience. You're so stupid. They're trouble, really. Oh, (laughs) no. And trouble. Uh Uh-huh. Lindsay hears footsteps. I did. Mm -hmm. I didn't catch it, but on mine anyways. Um, There's a couple other things. Doug says the word Spanish. And I can hardly hear you, so I begin to speak Spanish louder. And he says, whore. Oh, no. And I said, Douglas. <laughs> Just like that. She was so offended. You would have been, too. <laughs> oh, gosh. Douglas, how dare you? Is this when you said, why don't you like me? At some point, she I did, did say that. She asked him. She goes, why don't you like me? I don't me? know where I said, it was. Sarah, it's in spirit. <laughs> Hey, this is extremely matter. rude. <laughs> oh, my word. So as we go on, Lindsay heard a growl, and there was a random train right after that in the background, so I didn't hear it on my recorder. But the growl was when Douglas was being very rude to us, and I called him out. And you also caught something on your recorder. I did. And right time. after I called him out for being rude to us is when I hear a growl. And remember that my recorder is up on the second floor, yeah, so it's so not anywhere it near us. I could hear us because we were being, I was yelling at Doug at that moment. (laughs) So there was a growl. Yeah, we got that one. Uh, (laughs) At this point, I get up and move into the room with Boydston. I tried to sit on a bench and I almost broke it. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) I had a near-death experience in DE. And then Lindsay says, can we be friends now that Sarah's not sitting here? And Boydston says, no. <laughs> Doug didn't want any part of me either. And then I hear a growl in real time, but I could not hear it on my recorder because, again, I'm sitting in the room and my recorder's out there. <laughs> Poison says, Who farted? <laughs> it was Clyde. Please stop. Broadway. And Clyde entered the chat at this point. <laughs> and that's why I bring it up. And then I say, There's this musical called Hamilton that we love. Oh my gosh. I wish you had listened to this recording because of this. <laughs> I forgot about this part. Poison says, I advise you not to. You're silly. Oh, nice. As soon as we said Hamilton, he was like, I advise you not to. (laughs) He knew. He knew I'd be mad. Well, he made me mad because then he says, whore, you, five pounds over. Whore again? Yes, and five pounds over. Five pounds over. Just five, though. I mean, five doesn't sound like that much. (laughs) And I said, (laughs) Douglas, you're an ass. (laughs) 
The five pounds over really pushed her over the edge in yeah. the second whore. That in the whore. Yes. Yeah. Times two. <laughs> and the voice that says, two bitches. Oh. He did. Just two, though. Yes. <laughs> I was so offended at this point. <laughs> God. Lindsay says, what do we do to deserve this? And Boysen says, you're an alcoholic. I knock something over and Boysen says, bitch. <laughs> and I said, I only hear, I only want to hear when you say nice things, okay? <laughs> this sounds terrible. We started getting into mom mode at this point. And then Boysen says, do you want a treat? <laughs> and Lindsay says, I know you said you were mean because of the drugs, but don't do it again. And she says, I'll do it again. <laughs> Accurate. Um, Lindsay says, we're going to go ahead and leave. And Boysen says, yes, I'm scared. <laughs> don't leave. Lindsay hears some tapping in real time. Mm-hmm. Boysen, I didn't catch it, though. Boysen says, watch your language. Yeah, we need to watch our language. And then afterwards, I tell her what I said. And she's upset with me for telling the spirit he wasn't alive. <laughs> I told you that she would be upset about that. <laughs> don't let them know. Normally, I don't. But... I've got some beef with Doug. So during this time, like I said, my recorder was on the second floor and a minute in, I was catching heavy breathing right by the recorder. And then I caught a, yeah, EVP a minute and 40 seconds in. So literally right when I put it down. Is it the ghost of Usher? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, like I said, caught that growl when Doug was being a jerk. Doug was, maybe that's why I felt ragey. It was him. I normally don't talk like that. It was, but that was over an hour that yeah. we were doing that Phasma box and Doug was just like. He was relentless to me, man. He didn't, he had some beef. He was just so mean and demeaning to women <laughs> in yes. general. But he did um, introduce Clyde. Yeah. And Clyde will make an appearance later. Okay. So the only thing I got on my recorder was an EVP of maybe some mumbling. I can't make it out. I don't know that I'll be able to isolate anything, but I'll try. If I can, I'll insert it here. And then I had the night vision. One, two, three. Oh, gosh. Three night visions. Lucky you. From the cells. And I he- I see like a it's, – it's hard because it's an old place – you know, yeah. a lot of it's dust, and I'd be happy to admit that. The thing that we were after and what brought us back to Squirrel Cage, though, the night vision that we had the first time. Mm. So the first time we were there, and also why we spent a lot of time in the jail cells, is because we were catching um, footsteps up on the third floor, and we were catching um, a lot of shadows that were moving. We were watching them from the first floor, moving up by the second and third, just walking back and forth. And so that's really why we wanted to come back is to try to capture something better. Yep. We did not. (laughs) We did not. We did not. So we had it aimed for three of the night visions that I watched. We had it aimed toward that same area that we saw the first time. It's on our YouTube. It's on our socials. You can see the difference between the white flag moving versus the dark shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, we really kind of pinpoint it for you, but we didn't see it this time, which is the thing that I want to point out is that it was windy that night that we yeah. were there because it was storming. Yes. Two years ago. And, no. and no, this last time. And oh, this last time. The yeah. last time we were there. Yeah. Um, and so you'd think like, oh, you would probably see shadows from the flag. Right. You see nothing. Yeah. In a way, it's almost validating our yes. first experience even more. 
that that really happened. Absolutely. I see like a slow orb or two. It's hard because it's an old jail. So yeah. like, is it dust? Is it not? I don't know. I think that in in my eye, I see the difference between like bugs and just like a dust particle sure. versus the things that kind of are slow moving and kind of move with sort of intent either towards people or away from people. Um it's Doug. I it might have been Doug. It might have been Clyde. It might have <laughs> been anybody else. I didn't catch anything. Honestly, I didn't catch anything on audio. I only saw maybe a slow orb or two. I was mostly fascinated by the fact that the inmates had to wear their own clothing wherever they were, whatever they were arrested in. And they only washed them like once during their weekly cold showers. And so um, I gave them some lessons to live by. Okay. The the dead inmates. I give them lessons. Um, one, lesson number one, don't get caught. Okay. Lesson number two, if you're going to do a crime, wear pajamas. I thought uh. it was do the time, but okay. No, wear pajamas <laughs> time so you'd pajamas. be comfortable. And lesson number three um, was don't do crimes. Okay. <laughs> Should have started <laughs> with that one. <laughs> and then later on in the night, Sarah and I really latched on to Doug. And we yes, went back we to our childhood roots with the Nickelodeon show Doug, and we did a uh, a dance to the Doug theme song. So mostly Sarah, <laughs> I chimed in very out of um, out of tune, out of key, and off beat. <laughs> I had the recorder from this yeah. section, so I heard it all going on. But to see it going on was even <laughs> better, and it really painted the whole picture. <laughs> yeah, I was recording. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I had that recorder. Uh, I wanted to point out it was 74 degrees. I you loved that meat love thermometer. That <laughs> meat thermometer so much. <laughs> Poison ran into the table and she tell, tells us the mannequin is a harasser and a bullier. So, there's mannequins set up all throughout <laughs> the jail cells. Yeah. And that's what she's talking about. <laughs> I wrote, oh my God, I keep singing the Doug theme song and I'm so annoying. <laughs> and then Lindsay. Poor Lindsay. I can just tell she's so annoyed in this whole recording. She's annoyed at Boydston and I because she's trying to video and we're singing the Doug theme song. And she's like, guys, stop it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I think it's hilarious because we're like. And she's like, okay, and this is the cell. We did like the whole minute long intro. To be fair, I didn't know what you were doing at first because fun fact. Lindsay's never seen Doug. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're missing out. And so I didn't know what they were singing. I thought you were making up a song on your own. <laughs> no. If you had never it. grown up loving patty mayonnaise or pork chop. I know like who the characters are, but I was I was not allowed to watch it, so I never saw it as a kid. Boys and here's a tapping. I also hear a tap and I call it out. And at this point is when I go upstairs and break off. Okay. So I had some recording um before that. Where we were, I, my recorder was on the staircase leading up to the second floor. Yeah. Um, I asked for the spirits to make a noise, and there was a tapping after I asked for a noise, and there was a second tapping as well. And then I left my recording going while we went elsewhere to the apartment. Okay. So you went up by yourself first, and you set things up. And then I Boyston did. and I stayed behind in the jail cells for probably like 15 minutes, I think. 
Yeah. And then we joined you. So while I was there, I set up, um, obviously my recorder, two flashlights and a cat toy. Um, I'm up here alone. I tried for quite a while to ask questions. I didn't get any responses. I made a comment about how it feels like residual energy up there, like little kids walking around in the apartment, but I didn't actually see anything. Um, I call out a noise I heard, but didn't hear it on the recorder. Um, Called out another noise. Obviously didn't catch it, but I'm hearing these things in real time. You guys join me about 20 minutes in. I just want to point out how brave you both have been lately and going into places by yourself. (laughs) But thank you. I appreciate I've been trying. Thank you. I was very brave. I've been trying to be braver. Mm -hmm. Like for the longest time, you guys were abiders of the buddy system, which Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. And I was the one who would go off on my own. (laughs) And now you guys have both been branching out. I'm proud of you. Yes. Sarah the Brave. Mm Mm-hmm. Sarah's the brave. Yeah. So you guys come up about 20 minutes in and you guys asked me if I had been using the app, like the spirit box app, because you'd heard some like mechanical type noises, which I didn't. So I don't know what you were hearing. So I was pretty bummed. I couldn't hear that on on the recording that I had, but I saw us react to like, oh, I wonder if that's Sarah. I hear this voice. But you didn't hear me talking the entire other time, did you? No. The only thing we heard is whenever you walked upstairs you and dropped you, something. you dropped something twice. Yes, which I told you, the floor is not level. No. So I would sit down the um, flashlight and it'd go, beep, boop, fall off every time. <laughs> we heard it and we heard her go, shit. I was so frustrated. I had to find something oh. to prop it up on. To the recorder, I'm going, that was Sarah. And that was Sarah dropping something. Yes. It was the flashlight rolling off of the desk. But that's all. No, while we were downstairs. And so the, the gels, the gels. <laughs> the jail sales. The jail sales. I didn't even do that on purpose. But we're going to call them the gels now. The gels. The jail sales. The jail cell gels. I can't even say sales. Jail, jail sales. Oh my God. I feel like I'm having a brain cramp. <laughs> Sale. Sells. Like you're, <laughs> you said sale. You're selling something. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can say sell. But when I'm saying jail in front of it, my brain just goes jail sale. Okay. <laughs> jail sell. I can see why. So you see, you, you watch us, Lindsay and I hear something that her and I both think sounds like a voice, maybe. Like a robotic. Yeah. Like what a spirit box sounds like. Yeah. We're like, oh, maybe Sarah's using the app, but you said you weren't. No, it was just me. And on my recorder, it's so quiet up there. So once you guys come up, Lindsay starts in with the Phasma box. Should we do what I got um, in the jail sales while we were up in the apartment? Sure. Okay. So... Like I said, Boydson and I went up to join Sarah, and I left my recorder going in the jail sales. The first seven minutes is where I have questions, because I don't remember if we went up to the bathroom first, or if we went straight to the apartment. Straight to the apartment. Did we? Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I hear footsteps, so I put footsteps, and then I put a thud, and then I put footsteps again, and then I even put maybe us. Can't remember if we went to the bathroom first. But it was very clear footsteps, and it was about seven minutes in, so... The apartment does not take seven minutes to walk to. Um, 25 minutes in, we got a very loud bang that I know was not us because while we were in the apartment, hmm. we were not doing anything. About a minute after that, I got another noise followed by a bang and then a thud. So it sounds like someone is almost whispering into the recorder mm-hmm. um, and then you hear like a click or something kind of bang. And at two points, I heard it sounded like a door being shut. Ooh, that's some good ones. It is. So, got a couple things, possibly, maybe they just wanted to wait for us to leave. (laughs) 
They were done with us, I think. They were. <laughs> okay, so that's all I got from the jail sales. So let's go up to the apartment. Yeah, well, we were in the apartment. You were on the phasma box. And I always get nervous when I do phasma box. It because wasn't you. It wasn't you. No, I know. I get you. nervous because I leave you two alone. Yeah. Uh, well, you, did. you should be nervous. You and did. also because I knew how much of a dick Doug was being, and I was worried he was going to come back. So I hope I didn't say anything I, offensive to you. No, we're just dumb. Let me see. Uh, Boyson got all the the night vision from this, but Mm -hmm. I was lucky enough to have the recorder, so I wrote it down. Boyson starts off by saying, drinking with Lincoln and drink with Link. Apparently, this is a very popular thing in this town. Council Bluffs. Yes. And Lincoln. So there was a portrait of Lincoln there. There was also a, it wasn't the Emancipation Proclamation. What was it? Or some. Gettysburg address? It was the Gettysburg address was framed up there. So there was... A lot of history. We were fascinated to find Lincoln was there. Link, he looked so young. I don't dapper. know if I came up with it or if no, I don't think you did. There. But we were ta- we were talking about how they go out, and we were somebody had a drink with Lincoln. Yes, and I said, "Too bad we couldn't have a drink with Link or yeah. drinking with Lincoln." Yeah, hmm. it yes, was a pub crawl that. that we made up. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember that. Okay, with people dressed up like Abe Lincoln, and we should go back. Yes. Lindsay says November 9th, and I say, that's the day before my birthday. And Lindsay says, it's old. <laughs> and I say, you know what? You've heard my feelings all night long. <laughs> she was getting so offended. So he's called me a whore times two. A bitch. Overweight. Five a pounds. Bitch. Five pounds overweight. Five pounds overweight. And old. All the hurtful things. <laughs> uh, Boyce says, did your mom not hug you, love you, hurt you? What? Lindsay says, stop. Boyson says, talking about your mom? I won't. <laughs> okay, Boyson. <laughs> uh, this is the first I'm hearing of this. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I was trying to defend my friend's yes, honor. I, I was laughing <laughs> uncontrollably. And Lindsay says, are you two still here? <laughs> <laughs> and I say, you can fuck all the way off, Doug. <laughs> Let the record show this is the very last place we went. So it's the end of the night. And we've been dealing with Doug <laughs> being tired. a dick all night. And I say, I feel better. Thank you. And Lizzie says, let it go. <laughs> Poison says, do you know any jokes? And Lizzie says, so they were here. And then a flashlight turned on. Lizzie says, titular. Oh, that is such oh, a no. weird word for me to say. Oh, no. Oh, no. And oh, no's right. I set you up for something terrible. <laughs> Why did I say that word? You did. We'll get to the titular. Don't worry. Like, we come you, back. You we did just not just titular alone. We come back to it. Um, we say, what year is it? You say 12. I say, no, that's wrong. <laughs> you say, body exam. And <laughs> what? Poison says, my titular's hurt. I need an exam. <laughs> Lizzie says, reposition them. Ew. Poison says, my titular's? And Lizzie says, always. And Lizzie, Poison says, you know what? I'd like to talk to Abe Lincoln. Yes, says, Abe Lincoln is in the jail. Yeah. Lizzie says, His photo is? Yes. Drink with Link. He is a popular event. <laughs> Um, Lindsay says, that's a difficult one. President. Hmm. And I say, how many scores should we wait? Gosh. <laughs> Lindsay says, scattered. Boyson says, how many? Lindsay says, maybe the fourth. Oh, four thank scores. You. <laughs> <laughs> you say, thank you. And Boyson says, I'd like to thank you, Mr. President. 
gosh. Lindsay says, sit down. And Boise says, I am. <laughs> I cannot sit anymore. And I'm sitting right now. The president <laughs> said, have a seat, miss. <laughs> Ma'am, please stop. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm Almost still there. laughing at, are you two still here? Are you two still here? <laughs> GTFO. Um, we say, do you have a favorite state? Lindsay says, it's hard to know. And then she starts rubbing her feet together, and it sounds like a body dragging on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. And no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> at first, I was like, what is that? <laughs> Poison says, that's Lindsay's feet. Sounds like bodies dragging on the floor. So that's how it helped. <laughs> um, and then eventually we wrapped everything up at around 2.30 here. The fourth floor is the apartment. Very top. The third floor is the infirmary. The yeah. second floor is the women and children's. Yes. Okay. So. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. <laughs> so let's go to the third floor. So okay. you guys had recorders in the infirmary. I put my recorder in the room across the hall from the infirmary, which is like they said it was used as another isolation room. Like a spillover. Like a spillover, basically. Yeah. Um, I heard a footstep and a bang, which I thought could be me. I don't know. It was about 18 minutes in. And then I did catch an EVP, but it is very faint. I don't know if you'll be able to isolate it. This is one of my favorite areas. <laughs> is it? It is, despite what happened in the doctor's room. So, so this is the doctor's room. It's the doctor's <laughs> area. Um, I have a night vision from here, but I want to hear what you heard. We did recording. a TikTok live here. Yeah. We tried. Boydston was doing a phasma box. Mm-hmm. Which I feel very bad about. It's not. It's nothing you did. It was a combination of events. I listened to the whole thing, okay? I watched the whole thing. Yeah, so it can't just be pinpointed in one no. direction. I think I'm liking the fact that I always put my recorder away from us, so I don't have to listen <laughs> it's to us. It's very cringy. But I will say it's not just one of us. It is all three of us. It is all three yes, of us at this point. That say things that probably could have gotten flagged. The, what we're trying to get into is we got kicked off of our TikTok live for harassment and bullying, and it could have been a different number of things. If we you all think have about our it, yeah, the, the three of us are... You know, we say some some wild things on this podcast, but we're three of the nicest people you yeah. will ever meet. <laughs> That's why I was like, honestly, bullying. Oh and we God. take we take like serious things very seriously, absolutely, such as bullying. Right. So, so it was very hurtful whenever TikTok clicked, kicked uh, us off for I thought bullying. about it for days. I yes. couldn't stop thinking about it. She's gonna yes. Anyhow, so what happened was, is we set up the flashlights, we had the night vision going on, and and Boyston was on the Phasma box again. Um, I won't read through the entire thing, but there were a lot of intelligent responses, like, what do we call you? You say, sir. (laughs) And what do you have to do here? Search people. Did it ever get weird? I found a shank. Mm, Mm -hmm. I'm sure he did. So we're talking to the doctor. That's who we're trying to talk to. Yes, this is who we think we're Sir Doctor, we kept calling him. Um, I complain about the flashlight being in, a, in my eye, and Boyson says, what are you complaining about? We did have lots of flashlight responses in this room, I will yeah. say. Yep. And then I say, what's your name? And Boyson says, Pearson. So we started calling him Dr. Pearson from here on. I say, Dr. Pearson, can you find a flashlight? And it turned off. So again, a, a lot of intelligent responses. Mm-hmm. Boyson just randomly hollers out, cancer. And I say, uh, are you just going to holler out cancer and think that we like it? Or why'd you do that? think that we like it. Why'd you say that? <laughs> like, what are you going to say here? And then Boyson says, are you being serious? I'm warning you. And at this point, I'm trying to stand up without my hands. I don't know what's happening. Uh, yes. Oh, we talked about this. Lindsay was uh, able to stand up. Just She was crisscross applesauce, applesauce yes. and she was able to stand up. And Sarah was? 
fascinated. Well, no, not a. I wasn't able to stand up. I was able to stand up without using my hands to push myself up. Yes. As and, you were crisscross applesauce. And she could not believe that someone could physically do that. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, this is... I mean, it turns out I could do it, but I didn't think I could. And I called her a fucking ninja. So that could <laughs> have been why we were flagged initially. Me, who is the most clumsy person in this world... You are now a ninja. Was <laughs> called a ninja because I could stand up without <laughs> using my hands. So this is when things start to get a little hairy, okay? Because mm-hmm. I start... Speaking German because there is a dentist chair in yep. here. Now keep in mind, my German is very basic. And in the lessons I have recently learned to say, I'm a dentist. <laughs> and I have a toothache. And while she speaks German, I say, are you a threat? Yes. And I'm like, no, I'm saying my name is Sarah. I'm a dentist. And I say, you're testing me. And then she continues to say things in German. And I say, and here's where I think it went bad. I say, this is a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah continues to say things in German. And I say, please stop. And then Sarah continues to say things in German. And I what say, I'm saying is, no, I'm not a Nazi. I'm a dentist. I say, please yeah. stop. And then Sarah continues to think, say she's a German dentist. Uh, and say, I don't have that. And I say, you are not welcome. So my responses are phasma box, which means this is what I'm hearing yeah. coming through in my headphones. <laughs> and what's interesting is that I'm, I'm watching this on night vision and you can see like, I'm just in my own little world with my headphones on, just like staring, staring off into space. Like I'm not reacting to Lindsay and Sarah laughing about her not being able to stand up. I'm not reacting to Sarah and Lindsay doing anything. All I react to is if somebody says something in my ears or if a flashlight turns on and kind of shines in my face. Those are the only two things that I react to. And yet I say those things and like, you know, if this was kind of a skit that you and I were doing, I would probably laugh because I can't keep a straight face for anything. But I wasn't. Yeah. And I want to point out that I like wasn't truly trying to instigate. I was tr- in my mind, I was saying harmless things like, no, I have I'm a dentist. <laughs> I am a dentist. I have pain. I need a hospital. Those kinds of things. Since that's all I know. Okay. Um, so for those listening and thinking, why would she keep saying that? Well, we were getting responses, flashlight responses, responses on the, uh, phasma box. Looking back, should I have stopped? Sure. But at the time I was thinking, okay, we're getting intelligent responses here and I'm trying to explain to them. I don't know why I thought it'd be a reasonable thing to do, but I was like, no, I'm not, that's not what's happening. Turns out you cannot explain things to a spirit. I've learned. But yeah, I kept saying, uh, I'm sick. I need a hospital. And Boyson says, this girl, I'm uncomfortable. And then Lizzie says, what can we do to help you? And you say, get her out. And then you say, she's rude. And you say, I'm a former inmate. And I say, I apologize for offending. And you say, the drugs, goddammit. She's a traitor. So we tried to change the subject. And I say, did you see bad things? And you said, people killed. So much blood. Dr. Pearson, do you need a nurse? I don't think so. And then at 27 minutes in, I heard a loud growl and a bang. Obviously, it was taken out of context. And I just want to make sure that our listeners know that For sure. that's what was happening. We were having a conversation with what we feel with spirit responses through the phasma box and in no way shape or form is that representative of how we feel all right so next we went to the women children's cells and it's a small area so i feel like we're all going to overlap a little bit here because my recorder is just in the furthest cell which is really not that far away because i was sitting in that cell 
Sarah takes her turn with yeah. the phasma box. Tis my turn. Boydson starts out saying hi there, and Sarah says hey. Um, Sarah says things like, I'm probably better off. He just said it. And what do you want from me? Uh, we asked, do people visit often? Sarah said yes. We said, do you like it when they visit you? And Sarah said yes. I heard a tap next to me and called it out. I didn't catch it, though, on the recorder. Because, again, my recorder was, at this point, I wasn't sitting by my recorder. Sarah said, is there anything you want to know? She said the name Katie came through. Um, She said, he's hiding. We said, do you want us to come find you? And you said, maybe. There was lots of dolls in the room. We said, what do you think of the doll in the room? And Sarah said, it's her husband. We said, how old are you? Sarah said, 39. I'm just old. <laughs> ha ha, I'm old. Mm-hmm. Accurate. <laughs> and I came to your rescue. I heard. <laughs> I defended Sarah because she had had a lot of mean things said about her <laughs> and told them, hey, let's not do that. <laughs> and Sarah said, I would slap you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, at that point, we're like, okay, let's talk about something else. So we said, do you want to play with the toys? Sarah said, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I was over it. We asked, are there children here? And Sarah said, that's what I said. (laughs) And then Sarah says, she found me. And then says, Clyde, he found me. Uh, Clyde again. Which, yes, that was our response. Because Clyde came through when we were talking to Doug. Doug mentioned Clyde's name. Oh, yeah. I remember. So I said, oh, Clyde, hey, we talked downstairs. And Sarah said, what's up? (laughs) We asked Clyde what he thought of Doug. And he said, he's all right. (laughs) And then a kid's voice came through that said, took you a while. We asked the kid, how old are you? Because Sarah said through the Phasma box, that was a kid's voice. So we said, how old are you? Sarah said, 17. Boydson and I talk about Cotton Eye Joe again. Talks about how she ruined Cotton Eye Joe for me. <laughs> Sarah says, you don't want to know. <laughs> so then Boydson starts singing Doug again. Um, Sarah says, it was him. Sarah said as herself, there's some sassy people coming through. They were her <laughs> And then as a Phasma Box response, she says, I already told you. <laughs> Which I took to be like Doug telling us he was being rude and came through. Sam. I said that I was hearing noises, which at this point I was in the furthest cell. I didn't catch anything, though. I did catch footsteps around this time, actually. Ooh. I take that back. Okay. okay. So I call out on the recorder that I was hearing noises, but I didn't say what I was hearing. And right before that, I said that, I caught footsteps, which we weren't moving. Hmm. I hear a growl, which I call out, and then a thud. Okay. The only thing I have to add is I heard the name Sarah come through in a male voice. Lindsay asks, are you okay? And I say, they were not okay in their room. It was scary for them. And you guys say, who? And I say, the kids down the street. They were basically in timeout. Um, there was another time in about 19 minutes and I hear a voice in the background. Sounds like a child's voice. But Lindsay didn't call it out. I thought okay. it was coming from over in your direction. So I'll have to listen back to it and see if I hear it. Yeah, because when I heard noises, I had it at 32 minutes. So not then. Okay. I think that was it. That was it. So we covered everything. So the first time we went there, you guys did not give it a haunted rating. So I would like yeah. to hear your haunted rating from the first time. Out of 10? Out of 10. I remember being very fascinated with um, the shadows that yeah. we saw in the window. I and remember that we hear footsteps above us. I feel like we heard a lot more. And so I feel like thinking back, I would probably have given that like a 
seven, eight. I was going to say the ish. same thing. Seven or eight. Um, this time, I didn't get any vibes. I didn't either, but I feel like we've been saying that the last several places, but yet we listen back and I'm surprised at some of the evidence that we're catching. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd probably go for like a four. Yeah. Four. Now that I hear the evidence, five. I mean, I'm not like disappointed with the things that we got. I'm a little bit disappointed with some of the spirits we had encounters with, but you can't control that kind of stuff. It's just what happens. I feel like we had a lot. So the first time we went, we didn't have the Phasma box yet. And so this time we got to use it and we did use it a lot and we had a lot of intelligent responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mean, mean responses. Mean, but I, I suppose they were intelligent. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said a few episodes ago, I feel like our um, threshold for being impressed and yeah. feeling like, oh, wow, this is actually like very intelligent energy is a lot higher and so it takes a lot more for us to be like, oh, wow, I think that's a, a 7, 8, 9 out of 10. I think this is incredible. This place is really great. Um, when we're really, we're going back to a lot of the places that we've been to before and we're like, yes, that was amazing the first time. And then the second time around, I just think that our our needs as investigators have changed. I agree. But I still think Squirrel Cage is incredible. I would love to go back again i think it's a a great location yeah i think the historian that we've had both the first time and the second time it's been the same girl lady woman um i think she's incredible and we still recommend it um Mm -hmm. i will say that each time we've been and on the tours they meant like there's no like evil energy there despite it being like a jail Mean, Mean, but not like people being attacked or anything like that you know or demonic experience for sure you know, I think we got some footsteps and that might be good and a couple EVPs here and there, but predominantly I feel like we got the most evidence from Phasma Box Intelligence. I agree. Well, like I said, we still recommend it. It is a great place to go to, especially if you're in the Kansas City area because it's pretty close, honestly. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, make sure that you tune into our socials to see all the evidence that we have linked. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com and find our socials from there or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it. And And it it really really does help. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much. We will catch you guys next week. Okay. Okay, Bye. Bye. bye.